Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. This is How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter on Joy 94.9, the show answering the questions you didn't even know you had. This week's guest is the owner-operator of cake creation business, Miss Trixie Drinks Tea, Alice Bennett. We talk about why cake is so great, how a pandemic helped inspire and affect positive growth for her business, and the nostalgic power of sweets. I want people to feel the feeling I have when I consume sweets. The true joy of eating like a homemade slice of cake or baked good, for me, like it just makes me so happy and I definitely want to bring that. I want people to put like cake in their mouth like it's the best cake ever because it's made with love and care. Alice Bennett owns and operates Miss Trixie Drinks Tea, a cake delivery service that boomed during Melbourne's lockdown. Before we find out how Alice went from her full-time day job to full-time baking, I asked her where the name Miss Trixie Drinks Tea came from. So I came up with the name maybe eight or nine years ago. I was in uni at the time and it was around the time when blogs were a thing and everyone was on Blogspot and I very much wanted to have my own dessert blog. So I created it and I've always loved my grandmother's name, which is Trixie. I always, I used to joke with it that I was like, your name is like perfect for like a marketer, which is what I, I have a degree in. And I was like, Trixie needs to work. But every time I put like Miss Trixie or just Trixie into like Google, it would come up with like, you know, adult porn stars. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I really don't want people to like search that and associate. Anyway, so then I was like, okay, well, drinks tea is kind of cute. And so then that's basically where the name came from. So it's my grandmother's name and then drinks tea because I felt like it needed a little something something. And that has been the name for eight or nine years. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we literally just, because like my brand has just gone through a rebrand and we were talking about whether or not we drop drinks tea because mm. I was like I feel like I'm potentially that growing it or whatever it served a different purpose back then and now people seem to sort of know who I am or at least know what my business does but we decided like no I think the heritage of it is nice and we'll keep it so that's the business name and people seem to really know it now which is quite nice. So eight years ago Alice coined the name and now Miss Trixie Bakes is one of Melbourne's most loved cake delivery services. Has she always been interested in baking? Yes. Yeah, I've always loved baking. I grew up in a very, very foodie, crazy family. So we are the family that like if something tragic happens in your life, we're the family that are like bringing you food. I've grew up in a family where you don't go to like a dinner party with nothing. You always take something and it is not a box of favourites. Like it is something that you've (laughs) made. Like that's just who I grew up with. My mum worked in food for a lot of her life. And so I grew up with her amazing home, like, you know, cooking and everything. So baking and particularly sugar has always been in life. And I just love sweets. Like, I don't want to eat savory. Like, I would swap it out if I could. Like, I would eat ice cream and cookies and brownies all day, every day if I could. Like, before for lunch, I just had hummingbird cake. Like, I just, I've got no interest in savory food. I just want to eat sweets all the time. So you love the taste of sweets. Yeah, I love the what taste is of it, sweets. What is it about the method of and the actual baking? itself that you're really interested in I think it mesmerizes me that like you take ingredients as 
dry and as boring as like flour and milk and eggs. And when you pull them all together and you add this magic, they turn into something that is so mind-blowing. Like even just as simple as a cake, it's like how did those really basic ingredients come together to form something so amazing? So that part of it I still find really incredible. But also like I used to find it quite therapeutic, the actual act of baking. So when I used to work full-time, like baking was a really nice outlet for me to almost meditate like that was kind of the process it's kind of like alchemy I guess turning flour and milk into cake gold exactly exactly (laughs) and it just yeah it truly does blow my mind like still even to this day like I'll make some things I'm like how did this come together like this you know (laughs) you mentioned magic right yeah it's like flour water magic pretty much or it's just you it just comes out of your fingers I think so mm-hmm. and I like I, I feel like I'm quite a dramatic person so maybe I'm just kind of like adding that drama and zhuzh every time I do it accidentally yeah. who knows <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so excited but terrified to eat a piece of your cake yeah <laughs> who knows drama, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so when you order one of Alice's cakes you can expect drama passion and deliciousness but how did Alice learn these skills Did she have any formal baking training? No. And I'm still making mistakes to this day. Like truly (laughs) last week I had a cake truly explode and I still don't know what happened. Like I was like, maybe put the wrong flour in and then I added some additional like bicarb soda and then maybe, I don't know what happened. And I was like, this is so weird. Like normally I know what I'm doing. I could do it with my eyes shut. So no, I've had no formal training. I've taught myself and my mum taught me a lot when I was living at home. And so you just, it's trial and error. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly when I'm writing and creating new recipes, like the family are always like the guinea pigs and they'll try out, you know, whatever I'm making, especially in like the time that we're kind of eating, I suppose. I'm getting a lot more requests for vegan baked goods and particularly gluten-free, like gluten-free orders come in all the time. Yeah, it's it's always trial and error. It's good fun though because then I get to eat it. During lockdown, Miss Trixie Drinks Tea took off. People were loving a particular element of Alice's business. She created pun cakes. Now, for those who know me, you know I love a pun. I got Alice to talk about some of her most famous creations. My favourite puns, I think, so there's like musks stick together with little musks on them or pining to party. That was a really, really popular one during the pandemic because everyone was like obviously wanting to party and it had the little pineapples on it. I've just come up with one recently for birthdays, which has been really popular, which has been Go Shorty, It's Sherbet Day. So if you say it like 50 Cent, it's a good one. Like, it's really quite good. And then there's been birthday kisses. I had stay cool with, like, spearmint leaves. So there's been a lot of, like, been thinking about you is really cute. If someone's going through a really rubbish time, you can send them a cake that says been thinking about you and it's got, like, rainbow jelly beans on it. Like, that's so nice. They're probably my favourite puns. There's certainly no half-baked puns from Alice. How did she come up with these pun cakes? I came up with those because, I mean, I I, need, I felt like I needed to kind of fill a gap in the market that had come about because of the pandemic, because no one was celebrating big celebrations and whatnot. But I came up with those puns and linked them back to a lolly for that like nostalgic element. Like so many people were like, oh my God, I remember eating those like pineapples back when I was a kid. So for me, like I always do try and think about like, what are the memories that I can take from my childhood to create my products and then bring them into 2020. So I make them brighter or more colorful or whatever it may be putting the pun message cakes aside when I make like my vintage cakes like when you look at old school vintage cakes they're often just like white or very very pale in color 
because back then they didn't have like amazing food colors that we've got now that are bright and vibrant. So I love creating really bright, vibrant, retro vintage cakes because people think they look incredible, but they've kind of been brought into 2020. And that for me is kind of how I drive it. It's the same I, during the pandemic, I created these like decorated cookies and that was based off a memory I had when we used to all go to school fates and there used to be like this cookie decorating store and you'd sit there with like probably like a digestive biscuit and some icing sugar and water and like you'd put that on and then pile up mini marshmallows and stuff that doesn't even taste that nice. <laughs> I was like, why can't we take that idea of like decorating a cookie? But A, the cookie is better, like a chocolate chip cookie. Like that's way better than like a plain biscuit, like yuck, got no interest. And then pile it on with way better lollies and far cooler sprinkles and like color scheme it so that's yeah that's typically for me nostalgia is like the absolute pivotal point of my business here alice talks more about how she comes up with her ideas it just depends like it often comes from other things that i eat so just over the break i was down at the beach and i was eating this like banana bread and i was like this for me is striking like a memory of easter like maybe this tastes more like a hot cross bun to me and then like it kind of will snowball from that so i was like maybe maybe we could like amalgamate the two maybe you could do like a hot cross bun banana bread or like a banana bread bun or something like why has no one thought of that before has it has anyone thought of that before and then like it's kind of like you go on that journey of exploration as to how you sort of get to that final bit. But I always find that when I go to create recipes, like anything that feels nostalgic, I don't think that's just for me. You know, I find that people, if they can dig into like a memory from their childhood that was positive, people really like that. So I try and find recipes or create recipes that might hone into that feeling of nostalgia. Nostalgia plays a large part in Alice's ideas. And these ideas have seen the popularity of her business grow throughout the pandemic. But Alice wasn't always doing this full time. What was she doing before Miss Trixie took over? So I worked in experiential production, which is basically events, but think very like large scale events that you and I would probably attend. So before COVID, I worked on the Australian Open with some various different brands that were sort of activating there. I'd worked with the likes of Disney, Village Roadshow, like doing their movie premieres. My very last job before the pandemic ended was the Grand Prix, which pretty much like signaled the start of the pandemic and the end of my job quite weirdly. So yeah, so my background is marketing and PR essentially. I asked Alice whether she thought her background in these fields helped her with Miss Trixie Drinks Tea. Yeah, I certainly, from a brand perspective, so many people often say to me, like, your brand is really strong and it's pretty clear your tone of voice and the way in which your brand looks. And that definitely comes from my marketing and PR background. Like, I I don't think I'd be able to do it otherwise. And it's like one of those things where I I clearly understand that element of my business, but the finance aspect, I'm like, oh, I've got no idea what's going on over there, (laughs) you know? And it really helps from, like, a PR perspective as well because, like, I feel like I see, like, my products through a different lens. Like, would the media pick this up or... Is there actually a demand for? So Alice's skill set from her previous work has helped her ability to market and brand Miss Trixie. But how did it go from her working in events to her working on Miss Trixie full time? It felt like it went really quickly, but that's not actually the case at all. Basically, so pandemic started, lost my job in mid-March because of the pandemic. And yeah, my last job was the Grand Prix. It was absolutely nuts. We packed up Grand Prix and essentially I could see my diary emptying out. So the wedding cakes were were being cancelled. The big birthdays, the big anniversaries were all going. And I honestly, like out of complete panic, I was like, what am I going to do? I'm a very, very busy person. I like being kept busy. I'm that classic person, like give a task to a busy person and you'll get it done. Have me sitting on the couch for eight hours, I'll achieve negative. 
Yeah, so it came out of like, right, what am I going to do during this pandemic and how am I still going to get cakes to people if there are no birthdays and there are no weddings? And basically I came up with those pun message cakes as a result of my mum had been in hospital and she wanted to thank her nurses for helping her out. So we created a cake that said thanks a bunch that was pink and it had you know the little lolly bananas on it and it said thanks a bunch and I put that up there and honestly when I look back I truly look back at them like oh my god my photography was even rubbish back then which was only a year ago like I still was doing this but not you know at its full extent and people were just like that's so amazing that's so clever and I was like maybe there's something in this maybe we just make cakes that aren't quite as extravagant and big they're a bit smaller so you can have them at home you could probably freeze half it if you wanted to and maybe we position it that this is a cake that you could send to someone during lockdown and particularly during the first lockdown when we didn't have like the 5k radius like we had a bit more freedom I was like that's great so we so I, I always said we and it's truly just me like I don't, <laughs> I don't have a team I was like wait 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 it's not it's truly just me but I said I sat around with my family and we're like we need to think of some puns and lollies because that's how we're going to decorate the cakes. They're going to be priced at a lower, you know, point and whatever. And that's basically where we went to. And so I literally stood in the confectionery aisle in Woolies being like, right, what can I do with gummy bears? And then I'd stand there with like bears and you'd try that like hair, like you just, all these, like that rhyme or whatever. And that's basically how I came about. And that's truly how it exploded. And it exploded because firstly, I had so many people reshare the very, very first image I made. Like it got shared so many times and then I had a couple of media publications pick it up and it just was unbelievable and I got listed in a couple of online publications and I honestly was just like this is insane and then I was like right now I need to come up with more puns so then I sort of built the hype by like dropping different puns for different occasions so we ended up doing things for Father's Day and for Christmas and I've just brought out a Valentine's Day range. So what started as a thank you meant her business went bananas. Did Alice ever imagine she would be operating Miss Trixie Drinks Tea full-time? No, I definitely knew that I didn't want to work in production for the rest of my life or I definitely didn't want to work in like the agency side of it all. I love events though. Like I actually loved what I did and I'm actually really sad that I've had to let that go. But after living, I lived in London for a period of time and I came back being like, I really want to have an event space where it's a blank canvas of space and they can come and do what they want. That was very much where I was headed. So no, I, I never, never anticipated I'd be I'd be doing this full time. So the pandemic for me was a bit of a blessing. And now you're doing it, could you imagine not doing it? Not really. I can't really imagine working for anyone else ever again. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing. I'm like, I can't imagine having to like call the manager and be like, oh, I'm running late because I slept in. Like I can truly sleep in now if I want to. I'll pay the price. Like truly, I truly do. But I can do that. And just that flexibility for me is amazing. I just, I don't think I could ever exchange that ever again. Alice is now her own boss. I wanted to know logistically how Miss Trixie started. So when you started, when it was your side hustle, yeah. that's just like in your kitchen? Yeah, literally. It was literally <laughs> in my kitchen. I, when Before I moved to London, I did share a kitchen in Campbell. I shared with these great bunch of guys that, you know, they finished at four and I used to go down there. And then when I got back from London, I was in our, in, in our house. And I truly look back on that now. I'm like, how on earth did I do that? Honest to God, I don't know how I did it. But yeah, I used to just work until, you know, five or six o'clock and then go come home and bake and be up really late and, and just, just sort of did it. It was crazy. 
And now where are you working out of? So I'm using, I am using a kitchen in the city at the moment. It was an event, well, it is an event space that essentially obviously wasn't getting used during COVID because it does weddings primarily, but I'm on the hunt for a new kitchen. So if anyone knows anything, let me know because I'm looking for a new space. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Do you think you'll ever hire any people? I mean, it depends. I'd like to get it to that stage. Like for me, I want to get the business to the point. I want my message cakes to be the, the focus of the business because I think that's what the unique kind of sweet spot is and I kind of want it to be your first option as a gift when you're going to send something so like we think of flowers right now or potentially getting a bottle of wine or a hamper I want Miss Trixie to kind of come into like your thinking when you're gifting something so if you've got a colleague that's having a birthday you'll get a cake from me or if you've had a friend that's just a baby instead of sending a bunch of flowers or whatever you'll send a cake to her so that's essentially where I want to get the business so I want to get it to the point where it's like I admire businesses of the likes of like daily blooms where you can get online order the cake and away you go long like long term I'd love to be able to get like same day delivery as well there are lots of things I'd love to do but for me like I think that gifting kind of section of the market is where I'd really like to go and your aim is obviously expansion absolutely yeah I initially like I think that always used to really really scare me like the idea of growing and losing control and all of that and that absolutely is a consideration but now I'm sort of like you know what like I actually think long term it'd be great for me to come out of the kitchen have a really amazing team of bakers and makers and I can creative direct because I think that's where I'm quite good at as much as I enjoy the baking side I think that's where I would eventually like to see the business going. So it literally started in her kitchen now with dreams of expansion and the business growing to the point where it's all she does. I wanted to know what Alice's favorite thing about what she does is couple of things I think I think okay great (laughs) I think as I said to you before I love being my own boss I just as I said I just don't think I would trade it I love having power over my time and power over where I even like put my time like all of a sudden now especially like being a small business owner and any small business owner will understand is that like your time becomes all the more precious because you're you do work on the business far more than what you would in another role like you don't clock off at five like I finish in the kitchen then I come home and do emails until 10 o'clock at night and that's absolutely fine and I would never trade that but yeah it's the power of my time I think I would never want to trade and that's one of my favorite things but then also I get to like eat cake all the time and that's probably like a true highlight every time I make a cake I've got to trim it down and I eat the golf carts most times like I'm obsessed with it it's so great with a lot to love and a growing business has there been a moment or moments that really validate what Alice is doing? I wouldn't even say it's necessarily like solidified it, but it's certainly given me an additional confidence boost because I think particularly like as a female, we're really quick to be like, oh, we're not good enough or God, is anyone ever going to buy? And I have those, and like, don't get me wrong, I have those worries like if I bring out new cakes or whatever, like, oh my God, is anyone ever going to buy this? But then I've had a couple of people, like notable Melburnians say, that's amazing, like you're onto something. My favourite example of this, and I'm not just doing it to drop a name, but I created a cake for Zoe Foster Blake at the end of last year for Halloween. And firstly, she stood there and spoke about my business with me for like 20 minutes to which I was like, I can't believe you're even giving me the time of day. Like this is like, I was like standing there pinching myself. Like this is incredible. Oh my God. And then she posted about it and it was like, oh, this is amazing and that's all well and good but then there was like this ripple effect where I then got like a DM from one of her business colleagues up in Sydney about some products and then she actually ordered a cake for her husband in December and I was like oh my god it must have been that good that she wants to eat it again like this is so (laughs) amazing and then when she's just moved to Sydney she wrote like a Melbourne blog and listed me in like the cake section and I was like this is so amazing I know that like you know it's not the be all end all but it's like someone's telling you that like what you're doing is amazing and she's someone that I truly truly admire so I was like this is just such 
amazing moment for me. So yeah, I've had a couple of moments like that. And then when, yeah, when I had pedestrian TV pick me up and that was also like insane. Like they called me something like this pun crazy legend or something. And I was like, I can't believe that's a headline. I never thought that was going to happen. They've just been moments that have been like truly, truly pinched me. You feel proud. Like I actually felt really proud. It's like someone's actually saying and certifying, you're really good at what you do and you deserve the recognition. That's really nice. Speaking of getting the recognition one deserves, Alice's mum taught her how to bake, and now Alice is being celebrated for that skill. Is her mum proud? Yeah, she's very proud. She's also a 64-year-old with Instagram, so she loves a good, like, we're so proud of you, honey, comment on Insta. (laughs) She loves it. Like, she's so cute. She's exceptionally proud. And she helps me out so much, and I don't think she would do that if she wasn't proud. It's really lovely. I guess it also helps that she loves to bake as well. She does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She kind of now leaves all the sweets to me, and she kind of quite often will be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, but you do know what you're doing. Like, you literally taught me. She's like, I've got no idea. Wow. Like, right. See, the student's overtaken the master. Yeah, I think the baton has been passed on. So now she kind of will be like, oh, do you – like, she definitely turns to me, like, do you know, like, a recipe for this or for that, blah, blah, blah. Or she'll ring me like, what's your cookie recipe again? Blah, 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 blah. She's taught me everything. And she even just taught me how to document recipes because I've written recipes for people before. And I was like, well, what are you? I'm just like adding things in the kitchen. Like, I don't even know how to capture this. She's like, just write it down. Or like, <laughs> weigh it. I always thought baking was very precise, that you couldn't just like chuck things in. Or you well, can. that's what I mean. Like, like, I feel like, you know, you do chuck things in, but then, I don't know, it's weird. I think cake making, you can get away with like chucking things in, but like pastry is like to the ground. So it's like there are some different things or like if you're doing things with cream and chocolate, like ganaches and stuff, it can be down to the gram and stuff because it might cause just sort of non-fun part of baking that we don't talk about. Okay, so there is a non-fun part of baking. There are those fun, non-fun parts of baking. When you, what have I done before? I was quite young, but I've definitely done like I've added a quarter of a cup of salt instead of a quarter of a teaspoon. That was probably an absolute highlight of my life. I was like, what is going on here? I'm like, why is this salt just gone? It tastes like a dog treat. <laughs> Because a quarter of a cup of salt went in. It does happen sometimes. Yeah, or like the burning. I burn myself most weeks, like on a hot egg white. And then apparently the irony is that you can fix a burn with egg white. And I'm like, the bloody thing just burnt me. It's just nuts. So it isn't all icing and fun times when it comes to baking. But it clearly is a really rewarding business for Alice. Before I said goodbye to her, I asked her why she thinks people love cake so damn much. I think because cake is primarily associated with birthdays, which for most people brings joy or like the idea of celebrating a birthday brings joy. And I think for me, when I can bring that little like slice of joy to someone's like occasion, like that for me is just like the sweet spot. And I think that's why people just love it. Like there's always like the, oh my God, it's so amazing. Like even when I did a delivery this morning, I turned my back to go back to the car and I could hear them open it and be like, oh my God, it's amazing. Like that for me, like you don't get that reaction from like the other elements of an event or like particularly with birthdays like you just don't get that reaction with everything else it's Mm. about the cake I think that's particularly why I love doing it and why they're so special before we wrap up this week's episode it would be remiss of me not to ask Alice what she would tell someone with an idea like hers I'll just do it. I had so many people telling me for years, like, I should be doing this full time. But it's always, like, the advice that you never want to take. You always have to come to that discovery by yourself. But I think if it is truly something that makes you happy, I think you will find true happiness in that if it was – I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be your full-time job. But even as a side hustle, if you're thinking about starting up a side hustle, so just do it. What have you got to lose? Like, you don't have to go and sink thousands and thousands of dollars in. You can just float the idea to begin with. And then be like, okay, well, then maybe I could just do this 
and that can be your little creative outlet on the side. Even when I ran it as a side hustle for me, that was my out away from the, the marketing and events side of my world. Like I could just, I could come out of that and be this happy little baker on the weekend and it was great. Alice Bennett certainly does seem like a happy baker. Thanks so much, Alice, for being on the show. For more info about her cakes and puns and plenty more, head to MissTrixieDrinksTea.com or at MissTrixieDrinksTea on Instagram. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter. If you think you or someone you know would make a great guest on the show, get in touch. Email howdoyoudothat at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.